My name is Patrick McGilvray, and I'm an experienced marathoner, ultra runner, sports nutritionist, master life coach, and weight loss coach for runners. I've dedicated my life to helping runners just like you properly fuel your body and your mind so you can get leaner, get stronger, run faster, and run longer than you ever thought possible. This is Running Lean. Hey there, and welcome to episode 185 of Running Lean. My name is Patrick McGilvray, the weight loss coach for runners, and today, why it's so hard to stick to your food plan. So I work with a lot of runners who are awesome at sticking with their running plans. They get up early on Saturday mornings religiously, regardless of the weather outside. They do all the required speed work every single week, no matter what. They never miss a workout, even when they're sick and they should probably take a day or two off. So they're really good at sticking with this plan. But when it comes to sticking with their diet so that they can lose weight, it all seems to fall apart. Why is this? Why is it so easy for runners to stick to a very difficult marathon training plan and it's so hard to stick to a healthy eating plan? I've been thinking about this quite a lot lately. So in this episode, I'm gonna explain why it's so hard to stick to your food plan and I'm gonna offer up some sound advice for changing this, okay? But first, when I first set out to change my diet so that I could lose weight, I did not do things perfectly. In fact, for the first few months, I kept slipping up. I kept reverting back to old eating habits and I kept giving in to cravings that I had for junk food. And I used to think that every time I got off track, it meant that I was a failure. I thought it meant that I would never get this figured out. I would never lose the weight. I would stay on track for a while, then I would slip up and then I would start again. And I did this over and over and over again. And every time I failed, Instead of quitting, I just got back on track as soon as I could. So I never did this perfectly, but I always kept going. I never quit. I never gave up on myself. So instead of focusing on perfection, I focused on consistency. You won't do this perfectly either. Actually, spoiler alert, nobody does. Nobody does this perfectly. So don't aim for perfection, aim for consistency. The key to losing weight and keeping it off for good is not perfection, but consistency over time. Practice staying on your plan. Practice avoiding those urges to eat junk food. Practice being consistent over time, and I promise you, you will get there eventually. And if you want a little help with this, you want a little help practicing consistency, I'm here for you. Just go to runningleancoaching.com join to learn more about my unique weight loss coaching program for runners. Okay, why it's so hard to stick to your food plan. So really the big key to accomplishing anything that you want for yourself is to make a plan and then stick to the plan, right? <laughs> this is so simple. It's such a simple concept. And if you're part of my coaching program, you know I say this all the time and we actually sort of joke around about it because I say it so much, but really it's make a plan and stick to the plan no matter what. That's it, that's the key. And you guys are so good at doing this when it comes to running. You're so good at doing this when it comes to training for some big event. You know, I work with runners all the time and they are great with sticking to their running plan. They're cross training their weightlifting schedule, their stretching. All these things are 
easy. Like they, they're like, oh yeah, I got it. I, that's not a problem at all. But why is it so hard when it comes to food? When it comes to sticking to a food plan so that they can lose weight and get healthier, uh, improve their life in all kinds of ways, it's so hard. It's so hard that most people don't do it. Most people rarely will take the time and the effort to stick with a food plan to where they actually succeed at losing weight and getting healthier and feeling better. Some people do, and that's great, but so many people don't. However, they are sticking with a running plan. They're training for a marathon or ultra marathons, and they're great at that. They never miss a workout. So it's interesting, isn't it? I've always found this to be very interesting. And um, I've been thinking a lot about this lately, and I've, and I've got some ideas here that I'm going to get into in just a minute, but I just want you to be thinking about yourself during this episode. Think about where you fall in this uh, scheme of mindset here. Are you one of those people who is really good at sticking with a uh, training program? but not a food program. Uh, and if that's you, this is definitely going to be something you're going to want to listen to maybe a couple of times, okay? So we find it very difficult to stick with a food plan, but find it pretty easy to stick with uh, a running schedule, even though that running schedule, for all intents and purposes, is hard. It is challenging. Most people would say, oh my gosh, that is such a hard thing. I could never run a marathon. I could never do the work. I could never run an ultra marathon." Um, so let's break this down a little bit. So when you are planning to, let's say, I'm just going to use the running a marathon as our example here at, at a training schedule, because that's pretty difficult, something that requires time and, and it is difficult. So when you have a, uh, training plan written out, so you have a training schedule, you've planned this in advance, you know, you've signed up for something ahead of time, you've got all your training planned out. And you are most likely to stick to that training schedule like your life depended on it, right? Why is food so different? Why can't we just apply that same concept to food? Logically, they are very similar things we're talking about here. They're very similar undertakings. Training for a marathon is hard. It requires... Um, you know, a lot of hard work, it requires time, so does losing weight, it requires hard work, it requires time. They both require consistency over time. They both require you to plan things out in advance and stick to the plan, even if things aren't, you know, perfect, even if the weather is terrible, or, you know, you you aren't at home to make dinner for yourself or whatever, we still stay on, on track, right? So logically, they require the same things like making a plan in advance. We have structure around that plan. There are steps involved. So for running, it's your training schedule. This is a structured, rigid thing, and it has very specific steps laid out. You are going to run five days a week. You're gonna do speed work on these days. Here's when you're doing your long run every week. You're going to increase your mileage by so much every week. These are your days off. It's all laid out for you. And your food plan can be just as structured. In fact, I encourage you to, to create the structure around your food plan the same way you create the structure around your marathon training plan. Eat these things, don't eat these things, 
only eat two, three times a day, cut out snacking. You don't need to be snacking all the time. Make protein your priority. Eat mostly whole foods. Stay away from stuff in packages and processed foods and, and you know, uh, concentrated forms of carbohydrates. Again, this can be all laid out. It can be very structured and rigid, and it can be something that is all laid out, right? They're both the same. And it's interesting because looking at these two things on paper, they look identical, right? So what's the big difference? Why is it so hard to stick with food? And I think that a lot of this boils down to your mindset. And here's what I mean by this. The mindset required to train for a marathon and successfully finish that marathon is exactly the same mindset that's required to stick to a healthy eating plan so that you can lose weight. And I bet you've never really thought about it like that before because most people don't. They, they think they're totally different. There are some differences. I'll get into that in a second. But listen, here's what's required from a mindset standpoint to be sex successful at both running a marathon, you know, training for a marathon and running that and finishing it successfully and losing weight. They both require a plan, but more importantly, both they both require sticking to the plan. And that's kind of what we're talking about here is focused on sticking to the plan. So the first uh, mindset standpoint that, they're, that they both need is this, is it, it is, has to be something that is important to you. It matters. There's a reason why you are doing this, you, why you're running a marathon or why you wanna lose the weight. It's not just to be healthy. It's probably to prove something to yourself that you can do hard things. It might be so that you can level up and grow and become more, evolve a little bit as a human being. Maybe it's to be an example to your kids. Or maybe it's because you don't want to die at age 60 like, you know, you have a family history of, of that in your, in your family. And yes, of course, to be the healthiest and most badass version of yourself. So training for a marathon, sticking to your food plan, they both require that same mindset. They are both important to you. It matters or, or it has to. You, you have to adopt that same mindset across both, okay? The next thing I think you need to, to make sure you are, uh, the other mindset you are adopting is you have to have a clear end result in mind. What is your goal for this marathon? What is your goal for eating healthy? You need a very clear vision for the outcome that you want for yourself. I wanna finish this marathon. I wanna finish it feeling good. I mean, relatively speaking, marathons are hard and you usually feel pretty terrible at the end of it, but feeling good relative to maybe feeling really bad. Uh, maybe not puking at the end, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's to PR or to you know qualify for Boston. That is a very clear outcome that you want for the marathon. Okay, so what's the clear goal that you can apply to your healthy eating, what's the clear end result? Is it to lose weight? Is it to lose 40 pounds? Is it to just feel better about yourself? To feel good about the body that you are carrying around? To have more energy? To wear those clothes you used to wear? To look better naked? What's the end result that you want for yourself? Be very clear about that. Because in order to stick to the plan, you need that clear end result in mind. 
You have to hold that vision of who you want to become at the end of this process. Both of these things require a little bit of healthy fear of failure too. So you might not complete that marathon. That's why you stick to the training plan. Training becomes very important. I remember training for things like my 100 miler. That was very challenging. Just you know, thinking about running 100 miles um, became one of those things where it pushed me through my training so much because I, was fa I had fear of failure. I did not want to fail. I really wanted to succeed at that. There's so many things that can go wrong or training for an Ironman. Lots of things can go wrong there because you're talking about swimming. I got kicked in the face like within the first 10 minutes of being in the water. Um, almost knocked me out. Uh, gave me a black eye. Somebody kicked my goggles and smashed my goggles into my, into my eye socket and just like really kind of gave me a black eye. And I was like, oh, my God, I could die in the water. I haven't just started this thing. <laughs> um, but, you know, being out there on the bike, there's all kinds of things that can go wrong there. Um, and then of course, running that marathon at the end of it. So lots of points of failure can happen in these things that we do for ourselves, right? We can also fail at losing weight. And what does that mean? If we fail at losing weight, we tend to beat ourselves up. It means we'll never be able to accomplish that. Or we've tried it in the past and we're afraid we're going to fail again because we keep doing the same. We keep repeating the same things over and over again. So there's a little bit of a healthy fear of failure there, I think. Um, it kind of moves you away from what you don't want. I don't want to fail. I don't want to be a failure. I don't want to not succeed at this. So that's actually not a bad thing, okay? That mindset can apply to both your marathon training and to sticking with your food plan as well. Um, another principle we need to apply here is that, listen, both of these things are hard. They are both challenging. They will be tough to complete. Um, they both require some hard work, some discomfort, some discipline. They both require a little bit of pain and suffering. There's pain and suffering involved training for a marathon. Would you agree? Yeah, I think we would all agree with that. There's some pain and suffering involved with giving up sugar <laughs> uh, or sitting there when everybody else is eating pizza and you have ordered a salad and you're just going to eat the salad. That requires discipline. It requires grit and requires enduring a little bit of suffering. Um, and then lastly, they both take time. Like you can't train for a marathon in two weeks, right? You just, you know, unless you, you're already trained up, but for most people anyway, training for a marathon takes time. Um, it takes months, right? Um, and you can't lose weight by just sticking with your diet for a couple of weeks, right? They, these things both take time, months, sometimes years of work to succeed. I know people who start running and they've never run before, and they're maybe a little bit older, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, and they're like, I'm gonna start running. And their goal is to run a marathon, but they know it's gonna take them like 18 months, two years or something like that before they're ready to do that. They're gonna start with a 5K and then a 10K and then a half marathon, whatever. They're gonna work their way up and they, they plan it out and they know that if they stay committed and stay focused and don't get injured, that they can run that uh, marathon in 18 months or two years. What if you committed to your food plan like that? What if you just said, you know what? It doesn't matter how long it's gonna take. I'm committed to this process. I'm gonna to stick to this plan. You'd be a total badass. You'd be like at your ideal weight eventually. I don't know how long it's gonna take, 12 months, 18 months, whatever, it doesn't matter. The point is that these things both take time. And so just make sure you understand that and apply that same mindset there, okay? So I hope you can see that the mindset 
to be successful at both of these is the same. The mindset to stick to your marathon training program is the same as the mindset of sticking to your weight loss plan, to your healthy eating plan. So then why is it so hard to stick to the food plan when you have the same mentality around your training schedule? Because you might be saying, oh, well, I do all those things. So we can talk about the addictive qualities of some foods. This is something we do have to consider here, sugar in particular. So there's certain foods, we call them hyper palatable foods. They are amazingly delicious. And it makes it hard to lose weight when all these foods are around. You know, it makes it hard to give up those kinds of foods because they light up our brain, they make us feel good. And even with the right plan and the right amount of structure around your diet and the right mindset, sugar, hyperpalatable foods is a tough one. Every person that I work with has a little bit of struggle when they give up sugar, especially if they haven't done this before. So, but we do this because we want to get out of that addictive state that we've been in for a while. So we, we remove the quote unquote drug, the sugar for a period of time. And then those cravings go way down. The cravings for junk food go away when you give up junk food. The cravings for sugar go away when you give up sugar. Uh, stop eating donuts and you won't be craving donuts anymore. Stop drinking beer all the time and you won't be craving beer anymore. And so these things don't become a big deal after some time, but you gotta like have a period of abstinence in order to get to that place. But that's where freedom comes from. That's where true food freedom uh, happens, okay? So there are some addictive qualities of some foods that make it a little bit tougher. I get that part, okay? Also, there are a lot of marketing messages around food. Like, oh, you can't have a good time unless you're eating donuts and pizza and drinking beer for breakfast, right? We get peer pressure from the big food corporations, from friends and family to eat a bunch of junk food. There's food pushers in our lives who are like, oh, come on, it's just a little bit. Just screw the diet for one day. Just live a little bit. Enjoy. Can't you enjoy your life? Come on. It's my, it's my birthday, so please eat all this junk food with me, you know? And then there's FOMO, of course, which goes along with that. We fear of missing out. Like we feel like we're missing out on something good if we don't do what everybody else is doing. Okay, so there's all that that we have to deal with that makes sticking to the food plan a little bit more difficult. I get that. Also, food is most people's go-to emotional management tool. If you have a hard time coping emotionally without food, then it's gonna be harder to stick to a healthy eating plan. So part of what I do with my coaching clients is that we get to this place where we don't use food as an emotional management tool anymore. And part of eating a healthy eating uh, diet or eating plan has to involve not using food to numb out to your emotions anymore. It's a big part of what we do in my coaching practice. I, I help runners to stop using food as a way of dealing with their emotions. And listen, if you're doing this, if this is something that is an issue for you, it, it just understand that we all do it. Everybody uses food as an emotional management tool to some degree, okay? But we wanna get out of that habit. You've just trained yourself over the years to use food to, um, to cope with your emotions, that's it. 
we just got to untrain you. <laughs> and you can do this, right? It's not impossible to do it. But again, this can be a little bit challenging for people, okay? So there's a few things here that do make, you know, sticking with a healthy food plan a little bit more difficult. And I get that. But I think the biggest reason why it's easy to stick to something like a marathon training plan, but not a healthy food plan is this. You haven't made the decision. If you want to accomplish anything, first thing you have to do is make a decision that you are going to do it. You have to decide, like really decide. And if you look at the root of the word decide, it means to cut off, like you cut off all other options except for this one. I am going to do X. I am going to stick to my training plan. I'm going to run a successful marathon, right? You've made that decision and that's what you're gonna do. What about food? Have you made that same decision about food? Probably not, I'm guessing. I know that when I, when I personally make a decision to do something, it's as good as done. If I say I'm going to do something, I do it, period. 16 years ago, I quit drinking. I wasn't ready to stop for a long time. I knew that drinking was a problem for me. I knew that I had to stop at some point, but I hadn't made the decision until I did. When I did make that decision to stop, I quit and I haven't had any alcohol since then. So for me, it's like, when I decide I'm gonna do something, I do it. Training for an Ironman. Once I decided I was all in, I knew I was going to do it. It was hard, hard work doing all that training, and the, the race itself is very hard, but I, but I had made that decision early on, and I did it. Same thing running a 100-mile trail race. Uh, recently, I, I set out and did a 12-hour run. Talked about that a few weeks ago on the podcast. I decided to do that back in like November or December of 2022. And I did it in May of 23. So I decided six months prior that this is something I'm going to do. And I knew I was going to do it. Right. So you have to make a decision. You made a decision to run a marathon, right? You signed up for it. You paid for it and you committed to doing that race. In your mind, it is done. You are all in. So you can do this, right? So sticking to your training plan, this is a no-brainer, right? Because you're, you're, you've already made that decision. You've decided, I am going to do this. I'm going to run this marathon. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to qualify for Boston. I'm going to PR, whatever that is. So now you just have to make that same decision around food. Just decide. I am going to lose 40 pounds no matter what. I am all in. I'm gonna put a plan together and I'm gonna work the plan and I'm gonna to stick to it and I'm not gonna stop until I am successful. I have decided. I've cut off all the other options. There's no other options now. I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna to stick to the plan. So make that decision. Now, I've had this conversation with people and they've told me, but Patrick, I'm stuck. I just can't decide. I can't do it. I can't start. And this is all just BS. This is excuses and stories. And it's just you deciding that you don't want to do it. There is a quote that has stuck with me since I first heard it 
back in 1980 from the band Rush. And it says this, if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. So if you choose to do nothing, you're making a choice to do nothing. If you decide that you want this for yourself, great, take action, move forward. But don't use these excuses about, oh, I'm stuck. I can't do it. I just can't start. Think about it like this. I heard a, another coach use this analogy and I love it. She was saying like, oh, people tell me they're stuck and they're like, oh, I just can't get up out of this chair. I'm stuck. I can't get started. I want to go over there. I want to walk across the room, but I can't because I'm just stuck in this chair. And it sounds ridiculous, right? It's ridiculous. But this is what we do all the time. It's about making that decision and then taking that first step. It's about just get up out of the chair, make the decision, and then go over there if that's what you want for yourself. It's really that simple. We overcomplicate all of this stuff, okay? So I hope you understand now why it's harder to stick to your food plan. Yes, there are a few things that make sticking to a healthy diet a little more challenging than sticking to your training plan. But at the end of the day, I think it boils down to making that decision. Decide what you want for yourself, make a plan, and then stick to the plan no matter what. And that is also the important part is that very last little no matter what, because things will go awry. Your, your plan will meet challenges. Obstacles will be in your way all the time. This is called life and it just happens. And that's okay. We still stick to the plan or we do our best. You know, plan, 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 and then go with the flow and do the best you can, right? But if we decide that we are going to stick to the plan no matter what, this is, this is all you gotta do is make that decision. Okay, that's it. That's how easy this is. <laughs> it's not that easy, but it is simple. It's a very simple concept. Make the decision, make the plan, and then stick to the plan no matter what, okay? And if you want a little bit of help getting started, I've got a great training program you can watch for free. It's called Five Simple Steps to Becoming a Leaner, Stronger Runner. Just go to runningleancoaching.com and click on free training to get started. That's all I got for you today. Love you all. Keep on running lean and I will talk to you soon.